Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. I know I say this every time that I come, but I love this church. It does feel like home to me and it feels like I'm amongst family. And oh, I just love the way that you celebrate each other. I've loved the way that you celebrated the women in the church, the mothers, the spiritual mothers. And I know that it's not just a today thing that you celebrate and honour women. It's an it's a culture in this church. And that's why this church is, it's one of the many reasons why this church is a forerunning church and a groundbreaking church and God is doing something new. So it's an extra special day for me too because my mum and dad are here. So we've got my mumsy here and um, I was gonna honour her before I heard about the blessing of honouring a mum, but um, <laughs> I'll take that too. <laughs> but I did wanna honour my mum because she is exceptional and she taught me how to love and how to love with grace. And she came from a, a home where it was a good home, but she, she was taught that women are kind of less than and they serve men. And my mum wasn't having any of that. And, um, and her, their marriage, my mum and dad's marriage is beautiful. They're equal. They're equal in how they parent. They're equal in how they run the household. They're just equal and they love so well. And that's taught me how to look for a husband and I've found an absolute cracker. And, um, <laughs> and, that, and that has set me up on a different platform and that is gonna flow over into, my gen- into the generations to come. So I love you, Mum. Yeah. So I'm just gonna pray again. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for this time with you. I thank you that we can just mm, enjoy your presence. Lord, I just ask for courage today for me and for everyone here to ask some brave questions and to bravely hear it and to receive it. Mm, We just hand everything to you. Any running thoughts, any extra things that are you know, those rascally rabbits that run around sometimes, we just want to hand them to you so that we can just come into your rest and fully receive, Holy Spirit, what you're going to say today. Amen. So today's title, and I normally don't have titles, but I had a title for today before I even st- it started coming out, and it's called Making Room for the New. So I'm going to share a dream that I had about this church and I had it in March while I was on holidays and I know it's a God dream when, I, when the dream happens repetitive. And so I had this dream over and over throughout the night and it was a very, very simple message. And I'm praying that I communicate it in a way that it's exciting. It's not a negative thing that God's, God was saying in this dream. And what I saw of this church, it's, it's a healthy church. I want to say that first and foremost. And I saw there was two things going on. So one thing, this new thing, and, and you're aware of it, there's something new that God is doing and He's calling you into the new. And it's exciting, and, but there's this tension because I also saw that um, there's, 
there's the old, the old way of doing things. And it's been good and that's and God has given you those strategies and 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 it's familiar and it's comfortable. And um, God's actually saying there's new wineskin. And so there's some, some things to let go of. There's some letting go of the old wineskin, taking up the new wineskin so that the new wine can come. And so I'm not saying that there's people over here going, yes, I want new, and people over here going, oh, I just want to stay in the old. I think it's an inner, inner tension that actually we all have. And so today, we're going to be asking God some questions and inquiring of Him about, hmm, do I have some old wineskin? Because in Matthew 9, 17, and we know this well, it says, And who would pour fresh new wine into old wineskin? Eventually, the wine will ferment and make the wineskin burst, losing everything. The wine is spilled and the wineskin is ruined. Instead, new wine is always poured into a new wineskin so that both are preserved. So God's so kind. He loves us so much that He's not going to bring in the new while we're still really full with the old. And so today we're just going to start asking Him questions. We're going to ask some brave questions. And we're going to ask Him about what we're putting our hands to. We're going to ask Him what about the things that hold our attention and our heart and our time and our energy and resources. And just ask him, actually, is there anything here that it's time to let go of? Or is there anything here that actually you've got a new way of doing it? Because God's wanting to bring in the new wineskin, ready for the new wine. So you are going to ask, so there is going to be time throughout this where we're going to be asking him questions, we're going to be taking time and he's going to answer because he promises in Jeremiah 33.3, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you did not know. And so, and I find that when we're in a atmosphere and a community of other people who just love God so much and hunger for His Word, we hear Him just that little bit sharper. So I'm really excited for how He's going to answer us today. And I just want to encourage, let's give Him room to really answer in a big way that we don't have to try and work out, well, how does that work? No, let's just receive the big things that He wants to say to us today. So before we go into questions, I'm going to share just some stories that I've walked, some testimonies, because hindsight's a beautiful thing. And so I thought I'd grab some keys that I've learned from walking into new things, and, um, and then from there we'll ask questions. So the first story that I want to share uh, was when I'm in my 20s. I'm in my mid-20s, working full-time as an occupational therapist, and I'm really heavily involved in my church. I'm helping set up ministries for, you know, for the youth. I'm running Bible, Bible studies. I'm also involved with Scripture Union, and I was directing camps and using my um, holidays, working full-time to run camps for kids. And, and it was good. It was good for a season, but then it started to feel heavy and I was a bit tired. But, and the passion was kind of not there anymore. And I, I find that when you start to notice that the passion of what you once had passion for starts 
to dwindle. God's trying to get your attention. And so I hear this voice, Lisa, step out of the ministry. And you know what my immediate reaction was? Satan, get behind me. (laughs) But it just kept going. Lisa, step out of ministry. Lisa, lay that down. And I started to realise, actually, that's the voice of a loving father. And I was like, but this was the conversation I had with him. Oh, but God, there's a need. And I've heard and I've learned all my life that when you see a need in church, you feel it. And he's like, let it go. And I'm like, but, th- but who's going to do it? Let it go. And he said, in those scripture union camps, you're finished with them. No more. And I'm like, but they don't have anyone else to run it. And those kids are important. He's like, they'll feel it. It's okay. And so I said no to the next camp that they offered me. And they said, oh, please, we don't have anyone. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry, no. And you know what? They did find someone and it was okay. And then I went to my youth pastor and I said, oh, I really feel like God's asking me to step out of ministry. And his response was, I'm so disappointed in you and you're a bad role model for those girls. And I share that because sometimes people step out of ministry or, and, it, and it might look like, like something's wrong, but actually they're just following God. So let's give people grace to follow where God's going. And so sometimes, especially in churches, and because I'm talking to a compassionate bunch of people, we can get distracted by the need and think that that's where God wants us. We can get distracted by the need and not necessarily follow where God is. And that's a tough one. (laughs) So what I wanna do now is just pause here and give you some space to now ask God some questions yourself. And the way I like to do this is just close your eyes and picture Jesus. I picture Jesus because I'm having a conversation with him and I know I'm in a safe place. And you can probably feel his pleasure over you, his love over you. Just enjoy that. And when we ask him questions, I want you just to take the first thing you hear, you see your sense and just trust it's from him. So now we're just going to picture all those things that are in our, in our arms and in our world that we put our attention to and that takes our time. And we're going to lay it at Jesus' feet. Let's just do that now. And just ask him, Jesus, is there anything there that you're actually asking me to let go of or lay down? Jesus, is there anything I've said yes to that actually was meant to be a no?
now I just want you to be honest with Jesus and yourself about anything that has been feeling weighty or the passion has dwindled or it feels dry and just ask him about it. Just ask him, is this something you want me to continue to do? Is there a new way of doing this? Or do you just want me to have a little rest from it? going to give you a minute or two just to continue asking God questions about what's in your arms, what you're putting your time to. Ask him if, well, Lord, is it, I know you're saying it's time to let it go, but is it let it go right now or do you have a process? You can ask him these things. There's no wrong question that you can ask him. And write down what he's saying. Record it some way if you can. Keep your eyes closed. Now, if you're my husband, you'd probably be asleep by now. Uh, But keep them closed. We've got one more question to ask God here. And this is a fun one. Jesus, is there anything new you're bringing my attention to? Has anyone been told that there's something to let go of? (laughs) Or has there been something new that God's been drawing your attention to? Hmm. I wasn't going to mention this second dream I had and this wasn't for the church this was just a dream that I had but I think it's it happens in many different places and what I saw was that God was giving all these new fresh ideas to people and I saw unfortunately probably only about 20 or 30 percent of them only 20 or 30 percent of people actually ran with the new dream and the new idea what I saw happen with the others were uh, 
Some went, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that happen before. Therefore, it can't be God and disqualified it and discounted it. Other people I saw had these ideas but didn't bring it to the table because they didn't think they had authority or they disqualified themselves or they didn't feel like they had a voice or anything to bring to. And so we're also going to look at things like that as well and just asking God to bring to mind some ideas that perhaps we've squashed over the years as well. And so just want to give one more minute just to ask Jesus that as well. Jesus, is there, has there been ideas that you've given me that I've squashed or I've forgotten about? So the next story I want to share began towards the end of 2020 and I'm running retreats and they're filling out um, after, you know, one or two days of being released. God is showing up. They're incredible, seeing miracles. It's beautiful. And yet I start to sense that God's about to do something new and there's like this I don't know how to describe it, almost a discontentment. Even though I can see all that he's doing, I'm like, I'm aware that God is shifting and there's something happening here, but I don't know what. At the start of 2022, I end up through some crazy God stories, which I don't have time for today. Um, I ended up being coached by Bob Goff and Ed Rush. And they're both American. Uh, Ed Rush is a, um, a business coach and he's incredible. He, God really gives him strategies for businesses. And then um, Bob Goff, who, if you don't know him, he's, he's an you know, itinerant speaker, but he also is doing incredible things around the world and just quite inspiring to spend time with. So I'm getting these one-on-ones with both of them. And at the start of 2021, there was this, this one morning where I'm about to, I'm having my first one-on-one session with Bob Goff. But before I do that, I, I have a session with Ed Rush. And we're chatting and we're talking about Arise and, and um, starting to get some clarity on where God's taking and how to grow it. And then Ed says, Lisa, it's time to step out from behind Arise and be seen. It's time to start speaking. And I want to see you create a Lisa Bruton website and, um, and, you know, just start speaking. And, and I want to see a Lisa Bruton um, social media and, and whatnot. And gee, that's uncomfortable. And I was like, okay. And then as soon as I hang up my phone call with Ed Rush, no joke, hangs up, phone call with Bob Goff. And, um, and we're just getting to know each other and he's like, what are your dreams? And I start talking to him about a rise and where I see God taking a rise and he's like, yeah, that's good. Actually, Lisa, what I want to know about is your speaking platform. And 
What, what's it look like? Do you have a website? Do you have a social media? Because you have a message and you've also got a book to write. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so in that one morning, God had shifted me from, I'm not quite sure what's going on, to like, oh my goodness, you want to do what? And, it, and if I'm honest, it felt exciting and terrible. And what ended up happening was, I, you know, Ed and Bob have become my friends now, Ed and Bob. <laughs> um, but, you know, and I still, I, I met with them one-on-one all throughout the year. And really what the heartbeat of that was, there's a few things, but the big thing was dealing with my mindset, dealing with lies, you know, to say that I'm, I feel called to speak initially felt really conceited and arrogant and like, you just don't say that. And who am I to say that? And they both challenged me and Ed in particular said, Lisa, that's a tall poppy syndrome. I only see that in Australians. I don't see that in Americans. And he's like, it's not right. And I'm like, you're right, it isn't. And so I started to challenge those old ways of thinking, the cultural ways that we think we is correct, but it's not. And I started to look at those lies that I've been believing as well, that I had this message that would continue to speak to me and it was, you're a silly little girl and you've got nothing to say. And I, and I had to address that. The other thing I had to address was that I'd look at other women speaking and I'm like, well, I'm not like that. I'm not polished. And I like to have a bit of fun, God. And he's like, that's great. I want to use that authenticity. I want to use the way you speak, who you are, authentically, who you are. You don't have to fit that mould. You're a mould breaker. And I'm like, okay. So just slowly he's starting to talk to these lies and these things that have held me back. And then there was the good old, well, I grew up in a church where women just didn't speak. And there were just some things to let go of there. And so what I found was that God took me off old foundation and old wineskin into new solid foundation as to who I am and who God is, what He's saying. And then that was preparing for the new wineskin and for the new wine. So what we're going to do now is we're going to ask God about any lies we might be believing about ourselves. I even did it this morning. Um, or any mindsets that we might have that He just wants us to get rid of and to let go of, ready for the new wineskin. So again, just close your eyes and picture Jesus. And just say to Him again, please just take what the first thing He says to you, to say, Jesus, are there any lies that I'm believing about myself? And what is the truth, Jesus? Make sure you write down the truth. Record that somewhere. 
So I start making room. I work with I work with Ed Rush and Bob, and we start to make room for me to speak. Only guys, I'm not speaking. I haven't had any speaking engagements yet. I am making room for it. I've got the website happening. I've got um, and and I'm disrupting my very well-oiled business with a great team and I'm disrupting them and starting to train them up so that they can do what I do. And, um, and it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And so I'm doing this and doing the website and I just, I just got to a point where I went, God, can you just confirm that you really do want me to speak because this seems crazy to be doing all of this and disrupting these people when there's nothing. And the very next day I get an invitation to go and speak at a women's event on the Sunshine Coast. I thank you, Lord. Thank you. Isn't he kind? And that's something we can do. We can sense that he's pulling us into things and it may not look, may not make sense and we might not even see it in the natural, but we can say, God, can you encourage me? And can you confirm that? Just so that I can keep going. And so I start to get more speaking engagements and I love it. I learn a lot. But what I started to notice was that after I spoke somewhere, the very next day, I would be filled with shame and embarrassment. I'd be like, oh, I made so many mistakes. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. Oh my goodness, I can't speak. I'm such a fake. And it would get really horribly heavy. And sometimes I would even have dreams where this voice would say to me over and over, you can't speak, you should be so embarrassed, you need to stop now before everyone knows you're a fake. Stop, stop, stop. And so I just, I'm sharing that to say there's a contending that happens for the wine, the new wine. The enemy doesn't want you to have it and he doesn't want you to thrive, so he's going to be throwing some curly curveballs. And that's where it's important to keep our eyes on Jesus. So, you know, I get quite down about it and then I go, hang on. My heavenly Father doesn't speak to me like that. That's not how he speaks to me. I'm going to grab a hold of that. And then I come to, I come to him and say, what's the truth? I'm like, are you embarrassed by me, God? And he's like, no, sweetheart. I'm so proud of you. And so coming back and asking him, like, I made some mistakes. And he's like, that's okay. I work through the mistakes. You do not have to be perfect in order for me to show up and, and flow through you. And so I share that because we do need, even if we're walking in that sweet, sweet wine, <laughs> We still need to be vigilant and aware and continue to ask God about it. So I'm going to finish up with the last story. And it's from the start of this year, actually. And at the start of this year, I heard this voice saying, America, America, I'm going to take you to America. And I'm like, oh. And I kind of tucked it in my heart for a bit. But then I had to share it with Maddie. I'm like, I think God's saying you're going to go to that. I'm going to go to America, and he went, Oh no! <sighs> I'm like, What? And he goes, It's going to happen. And uh, I said, No, it's just a thought. 
And um, then I had a, an older lady who prays for me and she contacted me and she said, Lisa, have you been thinking about America? Because every time I pray for you, America keeps coming up. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And so I said, all right, Lord, confirm. I love that word, confirm for me, Lord. And I had an email from Ed Rush and he said, hey, Lisa, is Australia letting you out yet? Can you, because uh, I've got an event that I want you to speak at over here. I'm like, okay. And so we had a chat and he's like, don't book any tickets yet. I've just got to, I've got to confirm the location. Okay. And then I was like, ooh, God, is this you or isn't it? Am I, mm, I don't know, is this what you're talking about? And then Mel Menzel, who you mentioned before, Dan, she contacted me, no idea what's going on. She contacted me, she's like, Lisa, I have a word for you and I, and I can't do anything until I say it to you. I'm like, okay. She's like, it's obscure. That's okay, I like obscure. And she said, God said, have confidence in the invitations and don't waver in thought on them. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, Lord, I hear that. And do you know what I said? Can you just confirm one more time? <laughs> and he did. And I got, the very next morning, I was contacted by two separate women in business over in America. One wanted me to coach her. The other one wanted me to speak at her women's forum via Zoom. And I was like, okay, I think I got it. <laughs> And so I went back to Ed Rush and I said, yes, I'm coming. And he's like, fantastic. And he said, well, it's in Bend, Oregon. I'm like, Bend, Oregon. Okay, no worries. And I look it up and the flights to Bend, Oregon is astronomical. And I went, oh no. And I calculated how much it costs and how much time it takes to get there. And then I go into a bit of a spiral I was like, God, that's a lot of money. And it's, it, it's just, maybe it's just this tiny little like hall with 10 people that I'm flying all that way and spending all that money and time away from my family to be there. I don't think this is you. And he's like, it's me. I'm like, I don't think it's you. <laughs> and Matt gets home and I'm like in a tizzy and I show him everything and he said, Lisa, God has made it so clear that you're meant to go. We are booking those tickets. And so we paid for those tickets. This was five days ago. And, um, and then, of course, I felt peace. No, I didn't. I was like, oh, God, I think I've made a mistake. What have I done? And then he's like, look at me. I'm like, and so I looked at him. And he said, do you trust me? And I was like, yeah. And he said, do you trust me that I would have stopped you booking those tickets if you weren't meant to come? I was like, yeah, I do actually. He's like, you're meant to come. Okay. Well, Lord, can you just confirm that? <laughs> I did. And the next day, I ended up having just a Zoom meeting with this lady over in America who wants me to speak for her women's forum. And when people ask if you will speak over Zoom, it is code for free, so um, which is fine. And so I was meeting with her, I was interested, and we were talking, she was telling me about it, 
And even how she came across me was so obscure in the way that God brought us together. So I just knew he was on it. And she said, okay, let's talk about budget. And I was like, I'll just honour whatever your budget is. It's, it's cool. And she's like, okay, well, we've got a thousand US dollars. Is that okay? <laughs> well, God's just paid for half of my ticket via an American way. Do you know what I mean? Like this is Him and He's so kind and He gives us encouragement and He gives us courage even when we're doing things that do not make sense and He's making it clear. Like He made that really clear. But on paper, it sounded crazy. And so I just kept asking Him for confirmation and He will do that. And so what I wanna do just now as we wrap it up is I'm just, just grab a hold of anything that you're just, you're like, I don't know if it's God or not, or He's asking you to do something a little crazy or just that doesn't make sense. It's okay to ask for confirmation because He loves you so much and He wants to see you walk it out boldly. So just close your eyes. Jesus, I just thank You that You are doing a new thing in this place, that You're doing a new thing in each one of us. And Lord, we just ask for courage from You, that You fill us with Your bravery, that You fill us with Your encouragement. And Lord, we just hold up those things to You right now that we're a little unsure about whether or not You're in it or we're just feeling scared. Or Lord, we just want one more confirmation. I just ask for confirmation over these things and encouragement over areas where we're feeling a little wobbly. And we just thank You that You are such a loving Father and that You have greatness for each one of us and for this church. In Your Name, Amen. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, Have the best week.